Yo, 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 what's happening? What's happening, y'all? Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of A1 Sports Politics. This is season four, episode 16 right here of season four. You feel me? How y'all doing, man? I hope everybody is having a great one, man. I hope everybody's enjoying sports, even if your team losing. Still enjoy the art. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, man, y'all already know we got to open it up. You know, talking about my Lakers all the time. We got to start off with the Lakers because they my heart and my soul, man. You know, I, I might got this eagle hat on, bro, but the Lakers is everything to me, bro. Like, yeah, but I ain't, I'm not going to panic. You know, I'm not going to panic. You know what I'm saying? But we all know the Lakers lost last night. You know, I was hoping that we would have got a win on that two-game winning streak because we've been, we've been losing too much. You feel me? But, you know what I'm saying? The Lakers lost last night to the young and hungry Memphis Grizzlies, you know, 104 to 99. Now, I, honestly, I didn't start watching this game until the second quarter. Second quarter. We was in good shape, you feel what I'm saying? Going to the second quarter, we was up by seven. I'm like, okay, let's just get it. It's good, it's, it's, it's good that we're getting off to a good start, but that's not – it haven't been that, you feel me, as far as – the Lakers losing. It, it haven't been in the first half. It's been in the second half. You know, that's why I posted. I posted on my Facebook. I said, yo, we play like we got, you know, some, some cheap gas in this. And cheap gas, I said, I said, Arco. No disrespect to Arco. You know what I'm saying, y'all. But look, you hit the block, you know, make a couple of spins. Next thing you know, you back on E. That's what Arco. And that's what happened with the Lakers. You feel me? Like, going into the second half. We was doing, we was doing cool, you know. It was all right, but you know, Moran hit that 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 three and stuff like that. You know, gave him some little momentum. But then we in Memphis playing in Memphis, you know what I'm saying? So it was it was tough, you know. And I just feel like, and I just honestly feel like if if we could have went into the second half without that three and all that type of stuff, the game maybe have been different. But we also played a good, a solid third quarter. So it was like it was just the fourth quarter. Lakers only scored 16 points. You know what I'm saying? And Memphis scored 26 points. That type of stuff. Those type of things. You feel me? Now, LeBron James is still playing like he's the best player in the world right now. Like he's doing his thing. He's he's doing everything he can. He's carrying the Lakers. But he just needs a little more support. And I'm not, I'm not saying from one person. And that one person, I'm not saying... Just that little support from Russell Westbrook. No. You know what I'm saying? He needs support as in for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, LeBron and, and Westbrook, if you know, them two, they had a triple-double the last game. and Triple-doubles, look, and I'm glad that we really, it's, it's really getting exposed because it's just numbers. Numbers really lie. Numbers lie. I'm telling you, numbers lie. You feel what I'm saying? And when it comes to these stats, they lie. You can have a triple though. Now everybody, oh well. Now it, it just it just sucks that Russell Westbrook has to be the victim when everybody talking. Oh, you can get a triple double. You get a triple double, but they still got the L. They still took an L. They still took an L. I'm glad that it's all being brought in light. It's just I hate to say that and have to you know make Westbrook the victim. Why he wearing that purple and gold? Now, if he was in, if he was with Washington and you know when he was with Houston and OKC and y'all start bringing this stuff up, but I just hate that everything gets exposed when people get in that purple and gold. 
You feel me? We don't like that. We don't like that. But anyway, LeBron James scored 37 points. He's on the tear right now. He's scoring 30 points plus. And I looked at all of them. It's, 30, it's 31, 36, 35. It's not just 30 points. So 30 points plus six games straight. He leads the NF. I'm in the NFL. The NBA right now with 14. More than anybody else. More than KD. More than Kyrie. I mean, more than Curry. You know what I'm saying? More than Giannis. More than everybody. LeBron James is leading the NBA right now with consecutive 30-point games. And the dude just turned 37 today. It's crazy, right? It, it, he scored 37 points last night, and then he turned 37 today. He's just with an L. That sucks, man. It's, it's not no fair for LeBron. It's not no fair for LeBron. You know? But LeBron, 37 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Wasn't enough for the Lakers to get that win. You know what I'm saying? And young star John Morant was responsible for that. He was 41 and had 10 rebounds. You know what I'm saying? John was on fire. He's a real star. He's a young star. He was 6 for 7 from 3. He he would have been 7 for 7 from 3. If, if you've seen the game, he, you know, he messed his shoulder up. And then he, that last 3 he took, he airballed. And I think his shoulder has something to do with that. But the dude is a baller. He's a baller in... It's been, it's been trending around the internet right now saying he should have been the number one pick because, of course, we don't see Zion. Zion, if you don't, that's, that's what happened in the sports. You feel me? If, you don't, if we don't see you, bro, they'll forget about you and they'll start bashing you immediately. And that's what's going on with Zion. They blowing up pictures and all that stuff and this and that. They saying Josh should have went first. He should have went first. He should have, but, I, I'm you know, I'm not even going to say he should have went first because Zion, come on now, like, I, coming out of high school, you know, his body was up here. Like, that's it's just what it is. You, That's just how it is. And, of course, oh, he's the hot man coming out of Duke and this and that and third. Come on. Yeah, I would have took Zion first if I was the Pelicans too. It is what it is. But, you know, it happens like that. It happens like that. But that young dude is really on the chair right now. You know, and he, his vibe, his energy, you know, his leadership, all that stuff is obviously changing the culture in Memphis right now. The Grizzlies, yeah, they had a history. And no disrespect to those, you know, them vets, you know, them legends that was in Memphis. The Zebos and the Mike Conleys and the the Casals and the Tony Allens and the Rudy Gays. Like, no disrespect to them, them fellas right there. They was dogs. They played as a unit. But I'm, I'm talking about as an individual star. Job Morant is probably the best thing I've seen in Memphis. Like, and I'm 30 years old. You know, John his talent level is crazy. He's a star. But his like in his energy, his vibe is really rubbing off on these other players. You know, because Memphis they got a they got a solid little squad. They got a solid squad. Like they. 22 and 14 right now. Sitting fourth in the West where it's the best. They are impressive right now. Like, real talk. If they keep it up, they can be a threat in the playoffs. They can be a threat in the playoffs. It's just, I feel like the Lakers had to win that game last night. It would have been a great big win. It would have been a great big win. And I feel like the Memphis Grizzlies is sitting in the Lakers spot right now as we speak. 
at fourth in the West. Because, for one, no, the Lakers aren't better. They, the Lakers are not better than the Suns, not better than the Warriors, and not better than Utah. That's all obvious. But when it comes to the Grizzlies, they we gave them an L earlier in the season with Morant. Then we lost to them without Morant. Then we lost them again with, with, with Morant last night. But if you give me the Memphis Grizzlies in a seven-game series against the Lakers, I'm taking the Lakers every time. Every time I'm taking the Lakers if we playing against the Grizzlies in a seven-game series. And the cold part about it is the Lakers, they wasn't – it's just they run out of gas. I'm telling you, Arco gas is – that's what the Lakers, that's how we That's how we are right now. We get to that fourth quarter, we don't got no more gas. 16 points. Then we giving up 26 points to a young team like that, that plays defense that's going to get in your face. John Moran, he's going to have his energy and his vibe is going to, you know, influence his, other, his teammates. That's just what is going on. But the Lakers really had this game in their hands, bro. Like, right here. And... Run out of gas and all that. That all comes with execution. The Lakers don't have no execution. They don't execute. That's why we barely beat the Houston Rockets the other night. Yeah, we won, but you didn't see me. If you follow me on Facebook or anything, I didn't say good win or nothing like that. Hell no. That was still embarrassing that we barely beat that young team, man. Barely. And then we was up by 15, man. I blinked four times, and next thing you know, we was, we was only up by three points. That's all running out of gas. They don't have that kill to them. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's, it's in, I, I love LeBron, bro. LeBron is doing what he can. But they need an extra voice. Who's the emotion on the Lakers right now? Who's that emotional player? We don't have one. We don't have one. Because I look around to the leaders, AD, um, Russ, and LeBron, I feel like their leadership isn't it is is it's not affecting the team. It's it's not it don't have no effect on the team. You know, if you letting dudes run, just chalk up or down the court and all that, because they're doing it. They're not getting back on defense. So as leaders, I don't know what to say. The last time the only incident that happened that was, you know, somehow trying to show leadership was when AD and Dwight Howard got in a little scuffle on the sideline. That was the only emotional, you know, scene that we've seen from the Lakers. And ever since then, AD ain't did nothing. So I can't even take that serious. We can't take that serious. We can't say, oh, that was a turnaround. Even though the Lakers, they start winning, like, I think they won, like, three games, four games straight after that. But that, ain't, that, ain't, that couldn't have nothing to do with it because AD wasn't playing good. That's the only thing that happened. Who's the emotion on this team? Who's getting this fired up? They so shook. They don't want to get LeBron mad. <laughs> it seems like they don't want to get LeBron mad. You seen Monk yesterday. Monk, you know, they closed out on him. He said, oh, oh, get back. He dusted like a hot potato. And we're going to talk about that last play in a, in a few minutes. But the Lakers don't have no emotion. No player is coming out really just... Who is it going to be? I don't know. Do we have to go find this person? Or who's going to turn it up? I thought when Westbrook arrived in L.A., he was going to toughen everything up. I thought, I didn't expect, oh, these turn. Um, no, the turnovers is what it is. It, it is what it is. 
it is what it is, man. I, and I hope my because I'm live right now on Facebook. I hope my boy Dave in here so we can talk about Westbrook, his favorite player. We knew Westbrook was a turnover machine before he got there. You know what I'm saying? But what I thought of Westbrook was gonna bring that he's he's disappointing me right now with is his leadership. His leadership. I understand you're on the same team as LeBron, but I want to see that fired up Westbrook. I want to see that. I want to see more dunks, you know, straight down the middle. Ah! I seen it. But I feel like he is getting there. But it's, it's just taking a little time. It's taking a little time. So, LeBron, yes. 30, 30 points straight. I mean, you're 30 points, six games straight. But where's the emotion at? Where's the leadership? Where's the leadership? LeBron stated in his conference right at the game yesterday. And I feel like it was directly to Westbrook. It wasn't like, you know, it, it wasn't a super, it wasn't a bad comment, but I feel like it was directed to Westbrook, you know, and, you know, about the turnovers, about, you know, just, you know, making turnovers that, stop doing the turnovers that don't, that that's forced, you know what I'm saying? So, that all that type of stuff, we, it's, it's, it's the leadership. The leadership is not there. The emotion is not there. The Lakers got to do better. That's all come together with execution. I'm telling you, that's just how it is in the sports. I don't care what sports you play. If you don't got that emotional player and, 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 and y'all not holding each, self, uh, self, uh, each other accountable and, and also self too, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Shout out to my my varsity football team that I coached, Democracy Prep. Didn't have, we didn't have no vocal leaders. We came one game short from going to state, and we were the one state. We didn't have no emotional leader. And what I mean by emotional leader, when it when it, when we down right now, let's go, keep it up, let's go. We gotta, you know, we gotta turn this around. And I'm real passionate about this right now because I used to be that emotional leader. On all on my teams, I used to be that emotional leader. But it, I want it. It just wasn't me. It was others too. You feel me? Because the vibes is real. Vibes matter. So that's why I'm disappointed in Westbrook. Not from him having five turnovers last night. No, from him not coming and being a leader. He say, It seemed like he walking on eggshells right now. I thought he was going to come here and, and push AD to be tougher. Stuff like that, man. And I hope that we can turn it around. You know, but as far as as far as ball, as far as let's get back on the court because I went, you know, I start getting in my feelings. Man, it's the Lakers I'm talking about, bro. I'm go get in my feelings, man. Stop playing. But anyway, <laughs> you know, the Lakers have to do better. They got to do a better job moving without the ball. They don't move without the ball. You feel me? <laughs> Come on, I'm screaming at my. But I got a 65 inch. I'm screaming at my 65 inch. Move, move, move around. How the coach ain't saying nothing? How your coach, how coach is sitting there doing this? This is basketball, bro. And I, I never, it's my first year coaching basketball, man. It's like really like coaching for a team, like JV. I'm coaching JV right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm one of the assistant coaches. This is my first time. But when it's obvious, 
When it's obvious you're not moving around, you just standing rear, you just want to see, oh, that's what LeBron going to do. Oh, let's see what Westbrook going to do. When LeBron, when LeBron get the ball, Westbrook don't cut. He go right and sit in the, he stand in the post waiting on the rebound. Move around, bro. Move around. You got to move around. That's basketball. Ball movement. You got to move. Flash, cuts. And I, and I posted on my Facebook, I said, look, if LeBron and Westbrook do more movement why they're why one of your why one of them have the ball it'll make the deep it'll make the defense so so scared that they don't know what to do and we've seen glimpse of it in when lebron getting in these interviews he states things like i think but last night he was mad about that he was you know he, he didn't like that he didn't like that L, real talk but he stayed in previous he stated in previous interviews saying that what this team can possibly be. We've not seen the glimpse. We've seen it in a Houston Rockets game. LeBron cutting to the basket. Oh, Westbrook dumping it, dumping it, dumping. But they got to get used to doing it with each other. Westbrook is used to having the ball. I just heard a crazy stat that I just learned today on the herd that Westbrook, he, only this only person that's second to Westbrook that had the ball in their hands a lot was Michael Jordan, bro. And how long has it been since like since Michael Jordan played? 2001, 2002? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what? You know? I got a comment real quick. Let me let me uh, let me read this comment. The Lakers have too many role players. Um, I don't think so. It's, they got three stars. Everybody else got to be role players next to them. Um, they need to play Westbrook. Need to be at the two. And the Lakers need a point guard. No, the Lakers have a point guard. They have two point guards. It's LeBron and it's Westbrook. You feel what I'm saying? But I, um, I'm not gonna shut your comment all the way down, my boy Will. But that's the thing. If LeBron James, like as I'm speaking right now, if LeBron James has the ball, Westbrook needs to start doing that cutting too, instead of just going to spot up and, and just look. Yesterday, that last play, man, that last play led up to all that because it's basically what the Lakers been doing. It's what the Lakers been doing, just standing around. That's why LeBron picked up his dribble, thought Westbrook was going to cut to the basket. Well, he, he don't never cut to the basket when LeBron has the ball. So if LeBron got the, like, he, he can, he's in a, Westbrook is in a two-guard uh, two position when LeBron is on the court sometimes. They just take turns. But they have to do more movement while they're off the ball. And they obviously, like, they not used to it. So that's why some some of these turnovers from Westbrook are coming from that, too. Because when you see a cutter, he get excited. He throw the ball. He don't bounce pass. He just throw it. Some of them are resulting in, in, um, in turnovers. Because they don't even do it. So he's getting happy, happy feet and, and throwing. And he needs to stop jumping and throwing the ball. Throwing his passes, too. That ain't, that's not helping. Um, but that's what the Lakers have to do. They got to move off the ball. Do more movement. You feel what I'm saying? Stop standing around and trying to shoot threes. We're not a good three-point shooter team. So what is that about? Where's the coach? I'm trying to see what's going on with this coaching, man. You feel me? I'm trying to see what's going on with coaching because at the end of the day, it's obvious. Hello. What's up, Kai? What Kai's what? It's obvious. You feel what I'm saying? It's obvious, man. But, um... You know, another another play that happened last night that, that had me scratching my head was Avery Bradley hitting that, trying to shoot that three in the corner. Like, come on, man, over Jackson. Got it. Throw. He threw it. You know, a block. Westbrook 
running straight down the middle of the lane and dunked the ball. He looked like he got in the, he got he got in the air and didn't think, oh, oh, I could dunk this. Or oh, maybe I should lay this up. Cause he he I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put no type of doubt in Westbrook athleticism because he can take off from, you know, he can take off. But it seemed like he took off from four and then he just missed it, bro. That was that was heavy. That was heavy for us, you know, in the last two minutes of the game. And then we'll get the ball back like. I seen glimpse, man, but it's like, come on, man. The Lakers is up by 30, up by 13 points at one point in this game. And come back and lose like that. Only scoring 16 points in the fourth quarter. Carmelo wasn't no help last night. Carmelo is getting so much burn right now. He's getting so much burn right now to the point out right now. Let me let me see how many minutes Carmelo played. Because he's getting all the burn. And I've been wanting Carmelo to be a Laker for so long, bro. It's crazy. And I'm glad that we played. We play them again. We play them again. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't. I think he played. He played more than 20 minutes, man. He played more than 20 minutes. But it's like, come on, man. You getting all. You getting every opportunity right now to show that you belong in the lead and all that stuff. He played 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Five points. Four rebounds. He was off from three. He was off from three. Come on now, bro. Come on now. No, bro. no. Come on now, man. Come on. We need more from you. We got to have more from you. Monk, I, I love Monk, what he's doing. Dwight Howard always got me scratching my head because I don't be understanding the fouls that he pick up. It's, they just be dumb fouls, bro. They be dumb fouls, you know. And and um, Stanley Johnson, he's going to get an extension. Keep him on our roster. You feel me? THT. THT. Four points in 19 minutes. That, you know what? And I and I and I and I and I express myself on this in my preview, one of my previous shows, bro. Tht, right? Oh, he he can't be traded. I'm 30 years old. I've been a Laker fan since I was a baby, bro. I never heard of nothing like this until Kuzma came. Until it was until my boy S died here. Until I, okay, I knew Kobe wasn't getting traded. But it was it was it was it was close to happening. It was close to happening. What was that? 07? It was close to happening. Shaq got traded. Why are y'all steady talking about this? Oh, he he he's off he's off touch. He he's he he can't be traded. Y'all did the same shit with Kuzma. And right now, I wish we had Kuzma over THT. Maybe we could have kept Brandon Ingram if we would have sent Kuzma. To, to New Orleans because he was giving you them glimpses of he can be a really good player. I hate when the Lakers do stuff like that. Like, come on, like, what culture is this? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, in 07, man, Kobe was considering going to the Clippers or to the Bulls. And y'all coming in here telling me, oh, he, even though he requested that trade, but the fact that we even know that that was requested, come on, man, still. What y'all want to say dudes like THC and uh, Kyle Kuzma can't be traded? Who are they? But everybody running around here talking about Trey Westbrook, Trey Westbrook. We knew what Westbrook was before he stepped in the Laker arena. As a Laker, we knew what he was. So stop with the bull, man. THC needs to go. Peace. Because he's young, but he out there moving. I don't know if it's his game. Because if you look at his game, right? The best thing that THC has is 
that that little reverse layup. That's it. That's it. He's nothing special to the point where it's like, oh, oh, like, man, get him up out of here. Peace. I seen something. Like, I seen it. It's a rumor going around right now saying we give up THT a first round pick in um, um, none, who we haven't seen yet, for Grant. Man, make it happen. Because we I feel like we really need a solid, another, another big man that's versatile. You feel me? That, that can shoot the three. And I was saying he he's not that he's not that good, but at the same time I'll take Green. He's explosive. He's like a, a um a Gordon that that that's in Denver right now. Tac can peace. He can get up out of here. Yeah, Grant Grant that's from, from Pistons. You know what I'm saying? We I'm you know what I'm saying we need a my boy as I said we need a defender. I like every I like Avery Bradley. He, I like his defense. I like Stan, um, Stanley Johnson. He needs to get an extension. He needs to stay a Laker. I like what he's doing. You can tell he he enjoying his opportunity. AD is our best defender. LeBron is playing better defense right now. He he was guarding John Morant on certain plays and, and, and blocked his shot on the jumper. I don't know what's going on, bro, but we got to make something happen. Because we running, we we gotta we gotta get younger. We have to get younger. I will drop DeAndre Jordan. I might get rid of. Him. I, I, you know, I might get. No matter of fact, I'm gonna keep him. I'm gonna keep him. I'm gonna keep him in Howard. But I don't know if I had to pick. I don't know. You know, yeah, he been putting in work. You know, but that'll be a nice lineup. I like that. AD Grant Braun, Monk Westbrook. I like that lineup. Wait, wait. Melo coming off the bench. Melo need to come off the bench. He need to get some anxiety so he can come in and hit some shots. Because obviously he can't play no 30 minutes. But we don't have no choice right now because of this COVID stuff. You know? But it's like, come on, man. It's like, what's really going on? And I need y'all need to start with the Westbrook. Oh, it's Westbrook. It's this and that. Oh, it's Westbrook. It's not all Westbrook fault. It's not all Westbrook fault. And LeBron, he he came out. He said what he thought Westbrook was gonna cut on that last. Let's, let's just get to that last that last play, right? For one, that damn out of bounds play took 15 minutes. They the ref just didn't call it. He's sitting there doing this. That took 15 seconds, bro, for them to do that same play twice. They did it from they did it on baseline, then they did it from the sideline. The inbound play. We all know LeBron getting the ball. Why y'all got that? Took forever. Boom, LeBron get LeBron get the ball. Give it to Monk. Monk, they close out good on Monk. Nobody's, everybody spread it out. Like, we got to get a three. Like, we a hell of a three-point shooting team. Monk, hesitate. Oh, hot potato. Throws it to LeBron. Westbrook, Le- LeBron, he, he you know, he, he kind of, he met his dribble. He kind of messed his dribble up. Pick up his dribble thinking Westbrook going to cut to the basket. Westbrook decided not to cut to the basket. Because he never cuts to the basket. So like I just said previously, not too long ago, when we see cutters, we throw it. That's what's causing the Lakers a lot of turnovers because you're not used to cutters and flashing to the basket. But I guarantee you, though, LeBron make that. I hate I hate using this word if. But if LeBron don't pick up, if he pick up his dribble and Westbrook cuts to the basket, Westbrook not taking that shot. You know what it is? Because he had Carmelo to the right right there. And who I would have, who they should have did the pick and roll with instead of Monk. Carmelo was right there. Boom. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, Melo was off, though. But, you know, I think Westbrook get the ball, and he did some right to – Avery Bradley sitting in the other corner, and Mar- uh, Carmelo is up there at, at the top of the perimeter right there. I see Westbrook get the ball and kick it to Melo, and then we going into overtime. Simple as that. Simple as that. We might run out of gas still because we on that Arco gas. We got Arco gas instead of Gatorade on our sideline. It's just, bro, like, I was so hot last night, y'all over know, man. Because it's just, it, it's arm reach, man. It's arm reach every single time, bro. <laughs> every single time, man. And some change got to gotta happen. And I don't know what's going on with the coaching. I just don't know what's going on, bro. It looked like they getting it together. I promise you, it looked like the Lakers still getting together. I think we at seventh in, in the West right now. Not playing our best basketball. And I'm seeing these glimpses, and I'm telling you, LeBron see these glimpses too. But let's just, LeBron see these glimpses. This is what he visualized. He wanted Westbrook over Buddy Hill. He wanted Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? He wanted Westbrook. LeBron is in. He come on. He have the input on the Lakers' moves. Is he running shit? No, because this is the Lakers, and nobody's bigger than the organization. But this is what LeBron wanted. He wanted Westbrook. He wanted to trade KCP, Kuzma, um, and um, Montrez. They wanted to get rid of them. If that's the case, we could have kept them. I probably would have kept them. You feel me? Then you got TAC. Oh, he can't be traded. The hell? Man, yeah, man. So that's, you know, going forward, the Lakers just got to do better on um, SQing. Um, try to make that trade happen if it's real. If it's a real thing to get Grant from Detroit, just make it happen, make it happen, make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Make it happen. Even though, um, yeah, THC can go in first round. We don't need no first round. We we trying to win right now. Obviously, we ain't tripping off no draft picks. We never have. You know what I'm saying? Make it happen. Make it happen, Rob. Make it happen. But going forward, we got to do better. Movement off the ball. If y'all, if they go watch filming, everybody just standing around, bro. Like, is that? I hope I don't think that's what LeBron asking for. The shooters stay out there. We don't got good shooters like that. We're not a good three point shooting team, you know. But going forward, that's what the Lakers got to do, man. They got to do better at playing team ball and trust each other. Trust that that last play also came down to trust because when Monk got the ball, Westbrook was wide open in the corner. He just got to make that pass. But he's so he walking on eggshells. He wanted to get a ball back to LeBron. Westbrook was right in the corner. I know he's not a good three-point shooter, but that corner three is the easiest three to hit. If you hoop, you know that. Well, you know that. Any hit, we seen him hit one going to push overtime a couple of games ago. Trust. 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 But we're not done with A1 Sports Politics. Um Happy birthday to LeBron James. Happy 37th birthday, man. You know, um, and we'll be talking about LeBron. Is LeBron the GOAT? Is he the greatest player to ever touch the floor? We'll talk about that later. Um, and we also going to get into some NFL um, going into week 17. Who's the best team? Who's the sleeper teams in the AFC? Um, the playoff pitcher. And Kyrie Irving is back. He's back. He's back, man. He he looked fresh. He looked like he's ready to do some things, man. While his team is already currently number one in the East right now, the Nets, you know. And we got a new thing called Shade. You know what I'm saying? Shade of the day, you know. Y'all stay tuned for some more A1 Sports Politics. A1.
Yo, 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 we back with Small Avon Sports Politics, and I appreciate everybody for, um, you know, for standing here, man, real quick, real quick. If you're not following A1 Sports Politics on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and I just made a TikTok for A1 Sports Politics, man, go, go follow, man, go follow up, you know what I'm saying, because, um, I appreciate all y'all support, and it's always more different content on a different platform, you feel me, because these platforms are different. Right now, I'm live right now as I speak on Facebook right now because, you know, I can go live and things like that, but even if you just tuned in on Facebook, you know, you want to get the whole editing version and all that stuff of the podcast, the link will be above when I share this video. The link will be above in, in the in the. And in the podcast, it's, it's a little different, you feel me? It's a little different, you know. But, yeah, man, let's talk about some NFL right now. NFL, dude. And the first thing I look at on my screen, I see the Cowboys, of course. Of course. Of course. Americans team, they always got to have the shine. They always got to get all the little intention and all that. But when they lose, though, yeah, all that stuff. But anyway, man, yo, so we know right now on the AFC and the NFC, there's only two teams that have clutch. I mean, they have clinched in both um, divisions. So the Chiefs in the AFC have clinched, and the Packers in the NFC have clinched. You know what I'm saying? And these two teams, we might see these two teams. Everybody would love to see the Chiefs and the Packers in the Super Bowl. Come on, everybody would. You know what I'm saying? Then in number two, the, the Cowboys, they, they clinched too. My bad, they clinched too. They clinched their division. They clinched their division. Um, the Rams clinched. The Buccaneers clinched and Arizona Cardinals clinched. So they're all good. You feel what I'm saying? But it's in the AFC, like the AFC is tough. Like it's only one team that clinched in the AFC. The Titans, the number two team, they still in the hunt. Like they still, they still got to fight for their rights. They got their Dolphins coming up. And the Dolphins is going crazy right now. Tua is on one. And I want to see, I, I want to know if they're still considering trading Tua. I want to know that. You know what I'm saying? We got a Raider friend up in here. You know, in that AFC, it's tough. You know, the playoff picture right now is like, it's 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 tough right now because you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know what's gonna happen. Like I said, in the AFC, they're still fighting for position. They don't even know. Yeah, they might be first in their division right now, but teams are still, you know, on one. The Titans, they gotta they gotta keep that distance from the Colts. You know what I'm saying? The Colts is doing their thing. Then the Bengals is number three in the AFC, but you know, and they first in the AFC North. But they gotta make it. They gotta look out for um, the Ravens. That's I don't know what the Ravens gonna get back to. You know, doing their thing. But the Browns, you know, it's it's shaky with them too. But they did go toe to toe with the the Packers this past week, and it was it was impressive. You know, but it just came down to that pick. So shout out to Russell Douglas. You know, ex Eagle. He just doing his thing right now. Um, and then fourth in the AFC, you got the Bills. The Bills, you know. They're tussling. They're still tussling right now with the Patriots. The Patriots is on their ass. You know what I'm saying? They, they're on them. You know, they trying to close the gap on them. Then you got the Colts at five. They got the Raiders coming up. That's going to be a pretty good game. And I don't know if Carson Wentz is going to be playing because, you know, the Raiders, we got a Raider fan in here. Carson might be out. Exactly. I just read he might be out because he's in the COVID thing, man. Look, check this out. The COVID protocol thing is like, bro, I know it's... It is what it is, but jeez, like it seems like it's the best players that's getting this stuff. You know, it's the best, it's the best players that's getting into 
this this COVID protocol thing, it, it's the best players, bro. And it's like, wow, like why it got to be the best players just balling right now? <laughs> like really though, um, you got the Patriots at six and in, in second in the AFC East. Then you got the Dolphins. You know, the Dolphins, they third in the AFC East. It, it's the it's crazy because in the AFC, right? The three teams I thought was gonna make it in the AFC, I thought it was gonna be the Baltimore Ravens. The Cincinnati Bengals and uh, the Browns, but instead, the AFC East is actually dominating the AFC right now because you got the Dolphins, you know, then you got the Patriots, and of course you got the Bills. Like that thing is really, really tight over there. It's really tight over there. And then of course you got um, other. It's oh man, this is crazy, man. Then you got three other teams that's eight and seven. That's just like the Dolphins. You got the Chargers. You know, then you, they got the Broncos coming up. You got the Raiders then who got the Colts coming up without that might be without a Carson Wentz. But you know what they're going to do, right? They're going to run that ball. They're going to run that ball. And then you got the Ravens at eight and seven. And they, but they second in the AFC North. This is crazy, bro. Like, I never seen this. Like, I never seen things being this, this close with two more weeks to go in the season. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's real tough. And for the, let me say something about the Baltimore Ravens. They, I just seen a clip of Lamar Jackson at practice. I don't think Lamar Jackson is going, I don't think he's up to it. Like, I, like if we look at them, the Baltimore Ravens, and my boy is Baltimore Ravens, and I told him, I said, bro, he, he you know, he stated, he said, you know, man, we just get, we just, we just going to get ready for next year. Lamar just going to sit it out and stuff like that. I said, look, man, injuries really, really, like, ruined their whole season, bro. They lost starters, starters, pro bowlers going into the season. Like, it, that really sucked for them. But then Lamar Jackson, your best player, he's limping. I seen him today. He's limping. He don't look good. When you got an ankle injury and you doing all that running and all that type of stuff, it's tough. It's really tough. You know what I'm saying? It's tough to, to do these cuts and stuff like that. Then we all know the type of game that Lamar Jackson has. He's not a pocket quarterback. He's not a pocket quarterback. He has to be mobile. He got to move his legs. He got to move his legs. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, like, it's tough over there. It's tight over there in the AFC. Um, let's, let's hit on the NFC. Um, yeah, so you got the, the the Packers are number one. They clinch. The Cowboys are number two. They clinch. And they got the Cardinals coming up. The Packers got a, got a divisional rivalry against the Vikings. I need the Packers to, you know, finish the Vikings off. So my Eagles can slide up in there. You know what I'm saying? Now you got you got the Rams that's first in the NFC West. They got Baltimore coming up. I got the Rams winning that game because no Lamar Jackson. You know, then you got the Bucks. Don't sleep on the Bucks, y'all. Don't sleep on the Bucks. They got the Jets, man. They resting. They resting against them. Don't sleep on the Bucks. They might be at fourth, but do not sleep on them. Don't sleep on them. You got the Cardinals who are declining. If you ask me, they got they got a tough game coming up against the, the Dallas Cowboys. That's gonna be a tough one. That's gonna be a tough one right there. That's gonna be a tough one. Then at six in the, in the NFC, you got the 49ers who I feel like is a tough team. Um, Jimmy G, his hand or something is is going is something going on with his hand. He got a hand injury, and the news came out that he don't need surgery. So. We don't know if we're gonna see Trey Jones or uh, I'm not sure, you know. But they're a tough team. I feel like the 49ers can really upset a team. And right now, how the pitcher is played, it seemed like they'll be playing. They'll play the Rams, a, a, a rivalry. You know what I'm saying? They'll play the Rams. It was a rivalry. I'm trying. To, oh yeah, yeah. And 
They the NFC West, who we all we all knew that the NFC West was the, the toughest division. The toughest division in the NFC. Because like that's three teams. You got the Rams, you got the Cardinals, and you have the 49ers. All those teams are legit. You know what I'm saying? And it really come down to Jimmy G. <laughs> and look, my boy, yeah, my 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 fam, my peoples, Big Bubble. He said, uh, man, the 49ers, you know, we're gonna be doing our thing. Uh, who gonna stop it? I said, look, man, y'all, yeah, y'all can turn some heads. Y'all can do some things. Y'all can do some big things, man. But Jimmy G's gonna stop y'all. Jimmy G is who's gonna stop y'all. And we seen what happened this previous week. He threw the interceptions and put, you know, it was just over from that. It was like, dang, you know. And he's kind of he hit me back, like, yeah, man, you was right. Jimmy G, Jimmy G, bro. And he's a good player. He's gonna win you some games, but I don't think I don't think he's gonna be in a 49er uniform next year. Trey Jones is he's 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 arrived and he might be playing this week against Texas. If I'm if I'm the 49ers, I'm sitting Jimmy G out because of his hand injury. And I'm pitting Trey Jones in. It's it's the Texans. You know? He, no oh oh hold up, hold up. Let me not let me not just, you know, throw the Texans to the side because they did just put a beating on the Chargers, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I can't just ignore them. Then at number seven, my Eagles. Second in the NFC East right now. We got Washington coming up. Man, it's crazy because we always playing our rivalries all at the end. Like, it'd be back-to-back. Oh, we see y'all in two weeks. Oh, we see y'all in two weeks. We see y'all next week. You know, stuff like that. It's so crazy because it's impossible. Like, we okay, after this game against the Washington team, we have the Cowboys. The Cowboys is who the, like, who the Eagles are playing in week 18. And then the funny part is we might be seeing them again the next week in the playoffs. This happened before a few years back, I remember. But I don't like if, if like really though. If I'm the Cowboys, the like, like my Eagles need this win. They we need this win. But if I'm the Cowboys, or even if I'm the Eagles, I'm like, no, if I'm the Eagles, I'm starting. I gotta start my starters. We don't have like that. We just young, we just hungry, we young and hungry. But the best of us have not arrived yet. But for the Cowboys, yeah, they, they pretty much have their identity. They, they know who they are. They know who they are. Um, they didn't have to do too much soul searching like my Eagles did. But if I'm like, if I'm the Cowboys, I'm not playing my starters, bro. I'm not playing Dak. I'm not playing Cooper. I'm not playing a lot of them dudes because it don't really matter. But the rivalry, like, it matters, you know. And I say, even if you seen my uh, my predictions before the season, I said that the Cowboys is going to be my Eagles in week, in week three. But I said week 18, I feel like it's going to mean a lot. It's going to mean more than week three. And it's going to mean, obviously, it's going to mean more for the Eagles than it is for the Cowboys. Because Cowboys is clinks. They two and the NFC. Then you got the Vikings. God, they seven and eight. You know, they seven and eight. And they got the Packers coming up. So that's going to be, that's going that's gonna to be an L for them. That's going to be an L for them. I'm, I'm just, I'm just keep it real. Um, the Falcons who start crumbling, like they start creeping up. They are ninth in the NFC. They got the Bills coming up. Um, the Saints, man, it, it's it's really sad to, about the Saints because we see what the Saints, what what they downfall is. The Saints downfall was when James Winston went down. Or the quarterback situation is tough for them. You know that's they hold downfall because they really got a really good defense. Got a Chiefs fan up in here. What's good with it, man? You know what I'm saying? Um, 
the Saints really got a really good defense. But they they got some, and then they have some weapons on offense, but it's the quarterback, the quarterback situation. It sucks for them, bro. It really do. They got the Panthers coming up. Then the Washington team at um, at six and nine, it's, it's ugly. Yeah, man, I just finished up. Yeah, we got a Chiefs fan up here. Yeah, the Chiefs, man, they clinched already. They the only team that clinched in the AFC. And let, let I'm glad you're in here, bro. Um, let me say something about the Chiefs, right? They, y'all didn't get off to a good start. We all know that. We all know that. But I was telling dudes, I was I was telling my brother who's a Raider fan and you know and all this, and I was telling people, I said, check this out, bro. Real talk. The, the Chiefs, they don't sleep on them because they're gonna bounce back. Now look at them. They 11 and 4. They 11 and 4. And them all them losses came earlier in the season. So for them people that was sleeping on the, the Chiefs and saying this and that, let's talk about the Chiefs defense. They was giving up all these. I think they was giving up like 20-some points. Now I think they only allow them about nine to, to nine or four, 13 points or something like that. I forgot the, the exact number. But the Chiefs turned it all the way around. They do got the Bengals coming up because that's going to be a good game. That might be a playoff game. You know what I'm saying? We might see that in the playoffs some, sometime down the line. But the Chiefs is really, they really turned it around defensively and offensively because it's hard to stop them. And me, I'm an Eagle fan. Been an Eagle fan since 2001, 2002. And I know Andy Reid, bro. Andy Reid is really like, Oh, okay. I see. He know. Like, good look, look. He said they was giving up 23 points. The Chiefs defense was giving up 23 points. Now it's 13. So it's like, come on, bro. They they chopped the whole 10 off of that. You know what I mean? 10 points off of that. And Andy Reid, Andy Reid really being this bad. Michael Vick just said something on on, on the herd of day. He said Andy Reid hit recently hit him up and asked him about offense to play they ran back in Philly a few some years back. Like, Andy Reid can get in his bag, bro. He's one of the best coaches in the NFL. It's just so happy he had to go and win a ring in the red. He had to go win a ring in the red. You feel what I'm saying? You feel me? But, yeah, though, he, he is the man, bro. Since he's – bro, I hate to see him go, but it was just time for him to go. And once he first stepped foot in the Chiefs facility, it was over. You feel what I'm saying? And they start doing impressive things, but – and then they had a bye week. I'm like, bro, after that bye they night, they might not lose no more. And I think that's I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. But watch out for the Chiefs, man. You know, and um, that that's just it's just so much going on right now in the NFL. It's so close, but the teams, the best team in the NFL right now. This is this is me, right? This this is what I think. All right, the best team right now in the in the, in the, I'm gonna say in the NFC and AFC. I don't, I don't want to say in a whole football, but I'm gonna just say on both sides. All right, I think that I think the Chiefs is the best team in the AFC, and I'm not just saying that because they're number one and they clinched. I'm not just saying that. And in the NFC, this is where it gets tough. Set it gets tough. So I, I really do like the Packers. I think the Packers are nice. The Cowboys is doing their thing, but. The Bucks is still the best team in the NFC, if you ask me. That's just me. That's that's just me in my opinion. Because yeah, I see the Cardinals, I see the Rams. The Rams can be one of the best teams, but it's like you know what? And the Rams got an Acre coming back, but I don't know, bro. It's like Stanford. Like Stanford, he can do some BS and throw an interception to alignment, like and they're running back for six. Like that type of stuff can't happen. It can't happen like that. So the best team in the NFC right now for me is the Bucks, and the best team in the AFC is 
the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. Now, the sleeper teams, who's sleeping? No, I'm not. Green Bay, I understand Green Bay is nice and all that, but it's like they got to do too much. And Aaron Rodgers is who, who got to do a lot. You feel me? And, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if they had to go up against a team like the Bucks, right? The Bucks, they, they're a little hurt right now. They're a little hurt right now. Um, Godwin, that was... Um, that was a, that was a real real like that was that was a tough 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 loss right there. He's coming from them, um, but they still it's it they still got Tom Brady though. They still got AB. Um, Evans Evans gonna be all right. He's just in the protocol, but they defense is back. You know I think Barrett that defense the outside linebacker size the end. I think he got something going on with his leg, but he I'm, he will be playing. You feel what I'm saying? So I, I really feel like the Bucks is that team, bro, because they defense have arrived in oh for Nick, for Nick, for Ned is hurt, for Ned is hurt. You know, they start running back, he's hurt. But they got Jones and they they have and they, they signed Le'Veon Bell. I don't know. You know, I was high on Le'Veon Bell because I like to see I like to see them dudes that, you know, that used to be the, you know, that used to be, you know, the shit and then they'll come back and, you know, give them a second. I'm one of them type dudes. I don't know why I got a heart for them dudes, but Le'Veon, I don't know, but um, the Bucks is the best team in the NFC, if you ask me. I know they sitting at four, but they are 11 and four. So it's crazy because, look, both of my teams that I said that are the, are the best teams in the AFC and the NFC are 11. The, the Chiefs is 11 and four, and the Bucks is 11 and four. So I don't know if it's something about the numbers. Numbers, it's a number thing, you know. But the sleepers, I have to give y'all my sleepers. The sleepers right now. Um... The team that a lot of people are sleeping on, um, it gotta the sleeper team, the sleeper team. Now this is even tough. Now since it's so tough, since this is so tough, I'm going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick a sleeper team that's in the AFC and a sleeper team that's in the NFC. You feel what I'm saying? And this, this is even tough. This is even tough. Let me see what my comments are. Maybe Cowboys got it. NFC. I'm not gonna give them that. You feel me? Because I, I, hey, no, no, you know, it might be some disrespect because I gotta disrespect the Cowboys, but I gotta give credit when credit's due. They are, they are looking good. Like they looking real good, but it's just something about right. So if you tell me right now the Cowboys have to go up against the Packers in the playoffs, who you got? You know, and then. If you got the Cowboys going up against the Bucks in the playoffs, I understand the Bucks barely won, but they won. Who you got? Those are the only two teams I feel like the Cowboys can run into. And even my Eagles, even my Eagles, like, you know what I'm saying? The Rams. The Rams will give the Cowboys some problems, but that'll be a good game. You know, we don't know who. It's, it's like a coin toss between them. Um, but if even my Eagles, because it's 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 a possibility that we can play the Cowboys in two weeks straight. One you know, the last game of the week 18 this season, then it's a possibility that we can play them first round in the playoffs. And honestly, the, the Cowboys, they got a better team than the Eagles. They got a better, they always got a better team than my Eagles. They always got the talent and stuff like that. And then they got the momentum right now. But, you know, teams like that, like teams like that would be tough, you know. But the Cowboys, if they have to go up against, you know, one of them top dogs like the, you know, the Green Bay Packers or the Bucks. In the Rams, that'd be a, like an overtime type of game. The game that'll go under overtime. But the Cowboys, they is looking good, bro. Yeah, we sneaky, sneaky. You feel me? We trying to get in. We, you know, but it's just certain stuff that we gotta, 
you know, we got Miles Sanders just went out with his, with his hand injury. You feel me? But I just got this feeling, though. I got this feeling. I told my mama last night because she a cowgirl fan. You feel me? I told her last night. I said, look, I gave y'all that week eight, week three. I, I knew y'all was going to be our thing. But week 18 was going to matter. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, them too. Them too. Week 18 was going to matter. You feel me? But I would love, I would love to take the Cowboys' soul. You feel me? In that first playoff weekend, just take their soul and just they fans all on my timeline talking about, I just knew we wasn't going to do it. I just knew this. I just back and they'll start, boy, they they start. They, I won't even have to do my job no more. I could just let a Cowboy fan come on here and they'll say all the bad things I want to say. You feel me? That's how they is. I just knew it. I just... Man, we just they then they start thinking somebody wants some sympathy. Ain't nobody got no sympathy for y'all. You feel me? But it, it's gonna happen. They not going to no playoffs. They not going to the NFC Championship, and that's facts. You wanna know why? Because yeah, look, their defense is, is is looking tough right now, right? But who have they really, really played though? Like real talk. Like what team? This like they they playing against one of the best teams that they played on their schedule. But the best team that they done beat that's in the playoffs right now. Is they beat us because we in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Um, they beat the Patriots. I think that was a, that was their most impressive win of the season. They got the Cardinals coming up. That's gonna be a really good game. You feel me? But other than that, them other 11 games, like they really haven't played nobody. You feel me? They ain't played it, but they played against the Bucks and they got an L. You feel me? I'm just saying the teams that they won, they won against. You feel me? And I'm not a hater. I'm just saying, like, we really got to see them, like, really, like, on some prime time, like, playing up against a really good opponent. And they have one coming up this weekend. The Cowboys are favorite by far. And I think I'm going to go take the Cardinals with that five points. Real talk, as we speak. You feel what I'm saying? But then, Dak looks good, finally. He finally looked good. If you give Dak uh, from week one to week five, Dak the best quarterback in the league. But from after that, no. They put up 56 points, though. Like, they, they exposed Washington. They had Washington over there fighting. You feel what I'm saying? When you got your, the other team fighting, you know you're doing what you got to do. But I just I don't, I don't think the Cowboys is that for real. I don't think they that ready. Like, I don't think they ready, ready for, uh you know, the, the big the big dance. Something that they ain't never, you know, they ain't, they ain't seen in HD. They ain't never seen that in HD. But, you know, um, but, yeah. So, my sleeper teams on the, on the AFC uh, – it's going to be um, the Bengals. I think the Bengals is uh, a sleeper. You feel me? Woo! But like I said, that was, that was close. A lot of people, you know, looking at the coach right now because of what they doing. You feel me? What they doing. The coach is like, the coach is a sleeper, bro. The sleeper. But it's something about the Bengals, though, bro. That, bro, that Joe, bro. Woo! I see, and, and I'm, I watch college basketball here and there. I watch the big games, but I don't really, like, follow college, like, all the time. Like, I'll miss games. I'll be forgetting games. It's going on and all that type of stuff. But, bro, Joe Burrow is a joint. He a joint. Then they got the, they got, they got a three-head monster over there. You feel me? They got Mixon, who's one of the best running backs in the league. Then they got Chase. You feel me? It's like, bro, they they crazy over there. But right now, they'll be if the playoffs will start today, they'll play against the Patriots, and the Patriots might get the best of them. But you know, it's kind of right, I'm gonna pick two sleepers, two sleepers, man, because I can't do it. I, I need more. You know, two is always better than one. So the Bengals is one of my sleepers in the AFC, and I gotta go. I gotta go with. Um, I gotta go with the Colts, man. I gotta go with the Colts. You feel me? You know, the coach. That's what it is. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah, he a, he a dog. Joe Barrow is a dog, bro. Like, man, I don't... He really a joint, bro. And when I, I watched him at, at LSU that last year, I'm like, this dude is crazy. And then for the train, you know, he came to the league first year rookie, ACL injury, full done. Come back the next year, go crazy. You know what I'm saying? But on the NFC, man, my NFC sleepers, uh, NFC sleeper, it's my Eagles, bro. Straight up, like it's my Eagles. Cause we, you know, because this is around the time that we we do our thing around this time. We love to fall. We do our thing around the time. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like I'm gonna pick my Eagles. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna call the Patriots overrated because they gonna they gonna run that ball. They gonna run that ball and play some defense. And that's the same thing my Eagles gonna do. Defensively, we we got to do some work. We got to do some work defensively. We go like we always got to work on some defense. I ain't seen a great defense since 04. You know, for the Eagles, but my Eagles is the sleepers. I'm gonna pick two. My Eagles is the sleepers. You know, we sitting at number seven right now, and the Bucks. The Bucks is the sleepers, bro. I'm picking. The, I'm picking the Bucks because a lot of people thinking it's, it's sweet right now. But when the Tom Brady and them creep up on you in the playoffs, bro, I know that they 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 miss one of their best, they top, you know, best um, wide receivers, but they still got they they still got Gronk. AB is back. Um, Mike Evans he'll be back in about seven days or so. You know, their defense is back. Like, don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. But I'm, I'm very excited for what's going on in the NFL right now. And the playoffs is going to be great. But I need y'all to stay tuned with some more A1 Sports Politicking. Um, we're going to talk about LeBron James. Is he the GOAT on his birthday? Is LeBron James the GOAT on his birthday? Um, we'll talk about Kyrie Irving. You know, Kyrie Irving is, you know, doing his thing. He's back. He's about to start. He, you know, he's back, bro. He's coming back, and we'll talk about him. And uh, real quick, man, I, I didn't really mean to, you know, forget this. I wanted, to, I wanted to, I wanted to say this before I even got into the NFL because the NFL lost a legend. You know, one of the legends, um, one of the best to ever do it, as far as his influence on the NFL and football. Period. You know, as a coach, as an analyst, as everything. John Madden. You know, John Madden. Recipes, John Madden, um, a great, 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 you know, influence on the game of football. Like, we play this game. I've been playing this game since I remember on Sega. I was four years old or something like that. I just remember playing Madden. You know what I'm saying? Um, special shout out to his family, man, and, and his legacy. You know, prayers for them. Um, the documentary, I was watching some of it. It was great. It was actually great. And uh, it, 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 it didn't... Just like just watching that documentary and just thinking about all of John Madden's work and his art that he had picked on this football, like in football period. I'm just not gonna say the NFL, but the NFL, you know, that's where we all know him from. But like his legacy, right? And it, it, I feel like it had like it touched me in this certain type of way because I was watching everything that he was doing. I'm like, wow, like you know, from him. And, a, and a, being an analyst and being a coach and doing this and that, it give people like me hope because I honestly don't know where my, I don't, like, I know I see where my journey started. I started as a player and, you know, and this, and I'm a coach now. Like, it, it, give, it give people like me hope, you feel me? Because I don't know where I'm going, like, what I'm going to be finished doing. Like, I don't know what's going to be my last straw as far as being involved with sports, you know, period. So, to see John Madden doing these commercials and 
you know, the entertainment part, and then the coaching part on top of that, and then breaking down the game, like, bro, like, I really, I'm looking like, damn, like, that's that's the type of legacy I want to have, you know, that legacy that John Madden has, you know, being able to, you know, if you're in a room with him, you can tell that he's a sports guy, you know, and these, like, it's the little things and stuff that matters to him, and bro, like, that really touched me, you feel me, so John Madden, recipes John Madden, um, thank you for everything, thank you for everything, like, everything that I have to do with, not just the NFL, but for sports, you feel me, and he, he made, he turned me into a believer, like, real talk, because, and I, it, it sucks, because we never really realized how much of an influence a person have on you, even if you don't know them, even if you don't know them, even if you don't know them, it, that the influence they have on you won't really know until they gone, you know, and I really had to sit back and think. I'm right now. I'm still I'm still thinking about it right now. Like, dang, like all these things that John Madden did. Like a lot of the stuff that I want. You know what I'm saying? So recipes, John Madden. Um, his legacy, you know, will for sure live on, and he got to be on that cover from going forward. Going this point, going forward, John Madden got to be on the cover of Madden. That's what it is. Recipes. Be back with some more sports talk. Yo, 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 what's good, what's good, y'all, yo, A1 Sports Politics, we back, we back live right now, man, what's going on, y'all, hope y'all enjoying the show, and um, thank y'all for just, you know, just, just supporting, man, just supporting, man, and let me just tell y'all this, man, any type of request or anything like that, or, you know, if you want to come on the show, you got a comment that you want me to say or anything like that, feel free to reach out, you know, and let me know, and um, real quick, I want to give a special shout out to my baby, Ken Lee, Ken Lee, turning three months today, yes, yes, three months today. Same day LeBron James turned 37. And that's what we're talking about, LeBron James. The question of the day was, is LeBron James the GOAT? Is LeBron James the GOAT? Is LeBron James the GOAT? Is he the best player ever? Straight up. You know, that's what I want to know. And I'm going to let y'all know my opinion. Because in, in my opinion, uh, of course, I already thought about it. And it really surprised my damn self. It surprised myself. It really did. Because I was one of them guys that was like, nah, LeBron, not the, you know, he's not that. And, you know, and it's because of this and because of that. But look, check this out. LeBron James is the best basketball player ever. Straight up. He's the best to ever do it. He's the best to ever do it. You want to know why? Because he, he's just the best to ever do it, man. He is, you know. And this right here is what let me know why. And this is what changed my opinion. Is LeBron the greatest scorer? No, but he's an elite scorer. Is LeBron the greatest rebounder? No, but he's an elite rebounder. Is he the greatest assist guy? I think Matt, that belongs to Matt, but he's elite. When you, nobody has been elite in more things than LeBron James. Now, there's no denying that. We can deny how great he is, whether he's the GOAT or not, whether he's this or that. But nobody has been elite in more categories than LeBron James. Um, 
You know what I'm saying? Shannon Sharp, we know Shannon Sharp is a hell of a LeBron fan. But he made a good point right there. He made a great point. He said, LeBron James is in every category, rebounding, assists, um, scoring, defense. He's elite in every category. Every category. Elite. And I say elite by like, oh, he might not be the best scorer ever because me, honestly, the best scorer I ever seen with my eyes was Kobe Bryant because he can score everywhere. But what I'm seeing from LeBron right now, it's like, what? How is he doing this? Like, you know what I'm saying? 37 years old today. And I can honestly say from his art of work, bro, looking at everything, understand the finals, you know, just the, you know, all the, the experience in the finals and losing in the finals so many times and this and that, that it don't matter, bro, because in this world and life period, you got to take L's. You got to take L's in order to get your W's. That's what makes you how you bounce back from your L's. And can't nobody tell me that LeBron didn't bounce back from all them losses that he took in the finals. Can't nobody tell me he didn't bounce back. You know, my Kobe Bryant was my, like, that's still like, you know, one of the best players ever. I said Kobe was the best player I ever seen. Why? Because he went through adversity. A lot of people say, well, Michael Jordan was 6-0 in the finals, but he don't know how I feel to lose in the finals. Jordan don't know how I feel to lose in the finals. Jordan don't know how I feel to bounce back and go to the finals. Yeah, it took him a long time to get there, but he, when he got there and, went, and three straight and three straight and it was 6-0, it's like, bro, like, you know, like, come on, like, he, he didn't face adversity. I seen Kobe lose in the finals twice. Once to the Detroit Pistons and once to the Celtics. And he bounced back. Especially that, that time that he, he lost to the Celtics. And then he came back. You know, he sat there, watched them, he cried. Then he came back next year. He was in the finals, but the Celtics wasn't there. Then a year after that, the Celtics was there and the Lakers handled them. That's why I feel like Kobe, he didn't have no... No, no, you know, his game was flawless. But it was the other stuff, you know, like he's his, on his way out. It's, after the Achilles and all that, like it was just certain stuff. But LeBron James, as far as his impact, his impact on the game, he like he changed the whole, he damn near changed the game. He the reason why we talk about stretch fours and stretch fives and all that stuff and spreading the forward and all that stuff. You know, but that's just what it is you know and <laughs> you know he, he, and he he just doing he just playing at a whole nother level man you know right now like okay he just said that he, he's he's third on the all-time scoring list he's only 891 points away from Carmelon from past Carmelon that's gonna happen he, he keep having these 30 point games and I feel like LeBron still have at least two more years to go it's not three, it's not four. I'll say two more years. And then he'll be second on the all-time scoring list. Right? Then after that, he's going to be chasing the captain. One of the greats. One of the ghosts that nobody talks about. You know what I mean? And that's Kareem. LeBron James is 2,350 points away from being number one up there. And from what Unc said... 
today on on the show Undisputed. He said he was saying LeBron James is like in every category, bro. In every category, he's legit in every category. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna finish top in, in assists. He's gonna he's gonna finish top in points, maybe top in rebounding, and steals in in all in blocks and come on. And at the age of 37, just won a, a championship year before last. He might win another one. I th- if you win another one, put the icing on the cake. I love Michael Jordan. I love Coach Bryant. I love Magic Johnson. I love, um, you know, Larry Bird. But what LeBron is doing, bro, it's like, and everybody can see it. It's in HD, double HD. LeBron James is one of the best players we ever seen, if not the best player, bro. And I, was, I used to be going back and forth about this thing, saying like, oh, it's no GOAT. It, it's not just one GOAT. And I'm, I'm going to stay on that because, like, the, the names that I just mentioned, the Jordans, the Kobe's, the Kareem's, the Bears, the Magic's, they, they are GOATs, so they can sit at that table. LeBron is most definitely sitting at that table. He's most definitely sitting at that table. You know what I mean? And he is one of the best players, bro. And I'm, I'm, a, I gotta get, I'm gonna give it to him. I'm gonna give it to him. He's a goat. He's a goat. You know, he's a goat. If he, if he's the goat, I said, yeah, I know, I just said, yeah, not too long ago, but I had to remind myself, bro. It's not just one goat. There are goats, and LeBron is one of the goats. It's just I feel like everybody used it. And all the hate, that's where all the hate came from. Because everybody was saying, oh, LeBron is this. Before he even had rings, they were saying he was the king. Before he had rings, they were saying he was this. He was the best player. I think the media and the fans is what really ruined that. You know what I'm saying? And that's where more majority, a lot of hate came and a lot of love came. You feel me? But LeBron James is most definitely, most definitely one of the best players ever. Ever. And he, and it's and when I say it's even, it'll be even because we'll go here. Oh, yo, this, he did this, he did. Man, look, at the age of 37, though, he really, he raising the bar right now. And they asked him in this interview, do you watch any, do, do you watch anybody? Did you, you know, did you do this? You know, you know, as far as their age and all that stuff, he said, no, he always had his own path. And I'm come on, we, we got to believe that, you know? But LeBron James, man, is most definitely a, a, a one in a, one of a kind, a unique talent. And just with all that, bro, I don't have a problem with saying, yeah, he's the best player ever. You know? But at the same time, they're GOATs. Kareem's a GOAT. George's a GOAT. Kobe's a GOAT. You know? Um, Magic is a GOAT. And LeBron did something that Magic haven't did in a minute. I mean, that, that Magic did, and LeBron never have. And I was playing center. He played center the other day. You feel me? He played center. You know, but put some respect on his name. He, he still he still shouldn't have to ask for respect. He still shouldn't have to ask for respect. Still. You know, and for him to have to say that after he win a title in his what it's in the year, what, that was the year 17? They still had to say, oh, I want my respect, bro. Get out of here. Respect him. Stop hating. You know what I mean? And that's that, man. About, you know, about 
LeBron James and A1 Sports Politics input on that. LeBron James is a GOAT. And if you hear somebody say he's the greatest of all time, I wouldn't even, I'm not, oh, this is me. If, if I hear you saying, oh, such and such is the greatest and all that, I'm not even going to say nothing. Because I'm going to respect all the GOATs. That's just your opinion, who you feel like the GOAT is, who's the greatest. That's up to you, you know. But if I hear somebody say LeBron James is the GOAT, the GOAT if I hear Shannon Sharp, you know, he's saying he's the GOAT and he up there with the GOAT mask on. Ain't no, just stop denying it. Like, it ain't even no need to, to question it. It's no question. Look what LeBron James is doing right now as we speak. He need 891 points to catch Carmelo at, at, at number two. He need 2,350 to catch Kareem. That's it, bro. Come on, man. Shout out LeBron. Happy birthday to LeBron, 37. You know, and uh, hopefully we can get you one. We can get another ring this year if we can turn around. It's possible. It's possible, man. Anything's possible, man. But yeah, man. Um, real quick, we'll be back to talk about Kyrie Irving and a little more of the NF- NBA that's going on. And um, stay tuned with some more sports politics. Just to be back in the building, uh, welcome back with open arms to my teammates, the whole entire organization. Uh, not gonna lie, it's been uh, relatively tough to watch from the sideline uh, with everything going on in the world. You know, I know everybody's feeling it, so uh, just praying for everybody to be healthy during these times. Um, but if I get the opportunity to get on the court and play with some of my teammates, and uh, you know, even if it's just on the road for away games, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. I mean, it was just... Yo, 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 A1 Sports Politics, we back, we back with some more A1 Sports Politics. We about to close it out very soon, really soon. Um, got my kids, I got all my kids in here right now as I do these podcasts. I got one on my lap right now, you know. But yeah, so Kyrie Irving is back with his team. The Brooklyn Nets, who is now, right now as we speak, is first in the East and got a record of 23 and 9. That's like, that just, that, that's wild right there. That's wild right there because they've been doing all this without their best players. And it seemed like, oh, boom, another player is out. KD right now is out right now as we speak. Like, and they still able to manage and, and, and maintain that number one spot in the East. Even though we know the East is not the best spot. You know, the East is not that, but them Brooklyn Nets is that. And that's just, that's just wild, you know, because it's like Kyrie, right? Kyrie is, I want to call him the point guard of that team because they got them three studs. They got KD, they got Kyrie, and they got, or, I mean, KD, Kyrie, and they got Hart. Now, when you look at them three, then you see Patty Mills and, you know, all these other players that's, you know, Aldridge and the role players. They have what it takes to finally get a championship. But let me tell you what messed them up last year. They cheated the game. You cannot cheat the game. You can't cheat the game. And what I mean by they cheated the game, they didn't play enough. They only played eight regular games in the regular season together. And y'all didn't. They was expected to beat the Bucks. No. They beat a, they beat a Bucks that was less talented than them. And I understand that Kyrie Irving didn't play. He got hurt with an ankle injury. But they had Harden. They had KD. 
You know, so it's like, yeah, they've lost to a Bucks team that only have one superstar over there, and that's Giannis. Now, Kyrie Irving, you know, with the whole COVID protocols and, you know, his 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 beliefs on COVID and all that, I'm, I've never been against that. I've never, ever been against what he was standing up for because I'm one of those. I'm one of those, too. You know, I'm one of those, too. And for, you know, his teammates and all that to still stand by and support him because we all thought he was going to get traded, and it's not too late for him to get traded. But for him to stand on his word and what he believed, I, I totally respect that. I don't care how much money's involved. I don't care um, if what's my occupation. It all starts with self. It's self. It's all self. You know what I mean? And when it comes to you, you got you have to take care of yourself. You got to take care of yourself. And people were saying that he was selfish and all this stuff and. You know, because he didn't, you know, want to go against his his beliefs. Like, that's unfair to him. So whatever the Brooklyn Nets did and and all that stuff, that's great that they had they did those things to get him back in uniform. You know, that's great. But going forward, we'll see what's, what what happens between everything else because. Because the Nets, they are a team that can they 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 might be the favorite. I say the Nets and the Warriors would be in the championship. They'll 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 be in the finals, the NBA finals, they'll be playing against each other. But that's a scary situation that Kyrie is back and they still number one right now. And you got KD, can't nobody stop KD. Shit, can't nobody stop Harden. Can't nobody stop only only people that can stop Harden is Harden. You got Kyrie. You know what I mean? And that's that, man. But um, thank y'all, you know, for tuning in to A1 Sports Politics. As y'all can hear, my kids in the background, I got to finish it up. You know, um, real quick, if you're not following A1 Sports Politics on YouTube, IG, Facebook, Twitter, and also on TikTok now, um, please go do that for me. And real quick, another thing, you can also... If you got Spotify, you can listen to A1 Sports Politics on Spotify. Just to let y'all know. But y'all, you know, y'all, y'all um, keep your heads high, even if y'all team losing. You know, and um, always stay in the sports world because it's lovely, you know. And um, respect to everybody out there that's listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, A1 Sports Politics. See y'all. Might see y'all next year. More than likely next year, you know. And uh, thank y'all for all the support and. 2021 even though i got started late in in march that was my first episode in march you know what i'm saying the 2021 so i see y'all in 2022 numbers is going up um this is this is season four this is next time i told y'all it'll be season five episode one but this is season four episode 16 you know what i mean a1 sports politics and Hey, we're going to get better. It's going to get better. I, 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 trust, I trust and believe it's going to get better. The visuals will be back with the commercials and all that, you know, entertainment stuff. But thank y'all for tuning in. A1 Sports Politics, man. You know, and that's what it is, you know. Now, I think, Kyle, you want to say something? What you want to say? A1. Give me the sound. Give me the sound. A1. A1. Okay, you want to say something? Candy, you want to say something? <laughs> yeah, we out, man. I see y'all in 2022. 
and um, back and better. You feel me? Thank y'all. Hey, woo! It hit that.